I recently made a series about mistakes atheists make in epistemology. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence did not make that list because it's not a mistake. Imagine thinking that extraordinary claims and ordinary claims incur the same exact evidential burden. Extraordinary claim, ordinary claim, doesn't matter. The same evidence will do. No, obviously not. Surely an extraordinary claim and an ordinary claim have different burdens of justification to meet in order to become more probable than not. If that wasn't the case, if extraordinary and ordinary claims both required the same justification, then in what sense is the claim extraordinary? Not in any sense that would matter epistemologically. Maybe it's extraordinary in some other sense, but not in any epistemologically relevant sense. So as long as we interpret extraordinary to mean extraordinary in some relevant epistemological sense, in other words, if we interpret it with the slightest modicum of charity, then the statement is just obviously true. Still, there are conceivable ways to understand extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence that absolutely should be dismissed. I'm sure you can find atheists who use the aphorism in a stupid way, but there's a certain segment of the atheist community who are basically a group of bizarro ray comforts and should pretty much just be ignored. The best way to read the statement is roughly, improbable claims require stronger evidence than comparatively more probable claims. Claims with low priors need stronger evidence to be rendered more probable than not as compared to claims with a high prior probability. In other words, the more likely something starts out, the easier it is to make it believable. If something starts out as very improbable, perhaps because of its uncomfortable fit with background knowledge, it requires stronger evidence. Imagine two runners starting a race. The first runner has a significant head start over the other. That doesn't guarantee that they'll win, of course, but the second runner has a lot more work to do just to catch up. Anyone who understands why the second runner requires more speed than the other in order to win the race should be able to see why extraordinary claims need extraordinary evidence. So who could possibly disagree with this? Well, apparently most Christian apologists. Of course, you can disagree about how to interpret extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. However, it is generally a good idea to interpret things in the best way they could have been intended, not the worst way. That's just what it means to be charitable. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence is true if you interpret it charitably, and untrue if you don't. That's the case with quite a lot of things. Extraordinary evidence should be taken to mean, and usually is taken to mean, extraordinarily strong. To overcome low priors and make the hypothesis more probable than not, we need evidence that's much more probable on H than on not H. In other words, we need it to be very strong evidence. So that's what I mean, but why take my word for it? William Lane Craig is here to explain what I really meant. Quote, what the skeptic means by extraordinary is something like enormous or unusual. So we don't need extraordinarily large evidence, whatever that means. You just need better evidence for extraordinary claims to be believable than you'd need for ordinary claims to be believable. Why is this even considered controversial? The thing is, it's not. Nobody actually disagrees with that. Nobody thinks a claim with low priors needs the same evidence as a claim with a high prior probability. As apologist Lydia McGrew puts it, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence is, quote, either false or trivially true, end quote. In other words, it's false if you're uncharitable and true if you're charitable. Not only do apologists routinely choose to be uncharitable on this topic, 
They do so over the protests of people like me saying, yeah, that's not what I meant. On his website, Craig responded to a person who wrote in defending the interpretation of extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence that I take to be the most reasonable. Quote, What is needed to counterbalance any low prior probability is that the evidence be much more probable on H than on not H. You correctly note this factor in your penultimate paragraph, but then you erroneously infer this is equivalent to saying that extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence in order to overcome the prior improbability of the claim. That is plainly wrong unless one begs the question by simply defining extraordinary to mean more probable on H than on not H, or as my friend Lydia McGrew prefers to put it, the claim is either false or it is trivially true. What the skeptic means by extraordinary is something like enormous or unusual. End quote. So apparently it is a fallacy, begging the question, to interpret extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence in a charitable way. That is fallacious question-begging. You've committed a fallacy. Like I said, we can disagree over how to interpret the slogan, but for one, it's generally a good idea to be charitable, and secondly, it's definitely a bad idea to continue to interpret something in the worst way possible over the protests of people saying, that is not what I meant. The thing is, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence is really just a catchy slogan. There's no reason to get too hung up on attacking it or defending it, which is why this is so short compared to other podcast episodes. So I'll continue irrationally defending the idea that ordinary and extraordinary claims don't require the same evidence. The real disagreement here is over the resurrection and other miracle claims. It's usually the sort of context the aphorism is used in. So rather than having a very indirect dispute, over a catchy and trivially correct slogan, why don't we just address what the discussion is really about? Thank you for listening. I've been Emerson Green, and I'll talk to you next time.